Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. You can't handle the truth. The truth. The truth. The truth. truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism. Quiet, quiet, quiet. But Dr. Proof has been unearthed. He's going to ask a very simple, easy question. Now, please enjoy the truth cast with your host, Thomas Luge and Little Dekiricus. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Truthcast. This is True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism. I am Thomas Luge and I am here with my co-host, as always, Mr. Little Dicky Ricketts. Thank you for rescuing me last week. Of course, Dicky, you sometimes get yourself into predicaments because you are too trusting and I am here to swoop down and be your hero in those moments. So preemptively, if anyone has seen me, just call the truth line at 248-677-1724 and report me my whereabouts because let's face it i'm bound to go missing again i end up in very precarious situations i'm a little too trusting he's very trusting as a heart of gold absolutely i'm excited about this week's guest thomas he's a jack of all trades yes yes um he's a very interesting character i've been reading his work for a few years now um he's a knowledgeable in the area of cryptozoology the esoteric arts everyone please welcome our guest today, Benton. Thank you. Uh, you forgot the gnomes. Of course. How could I forget the gnomes? Gnomes. Elves, not to be confused with gnomes. There's also sprites and pixies, but that's, you know, that's that's for lesser people. Hmm. Well, the pixies, everyone knows because of Frank Black. I don't listen to music. I've heard of that person, but personally, I think they're, you know, using, that's uh, what we in the field call appropriation. Yes, oh. yes. We, we've we discussed this. We, we believe the arts, as people like to call them, are very low forms of of just distraction and um we believe in this order it goes um as terrible uh music improv comedy and then of course at the bottom stand-up comedy right and we are here trying to uh find the ghost of the loch ness monster and they're banging on a drum and i just don't think that's really worth anybody's time Hmm. now i don't want to get off on the wrong foot mr benton but speaking of gnomes and appropriation how do you feel about gnome chomsky i think that he is the the foremost speaker on mystical socialism. Oh. Yes. And is I, he an actual gnome, though? That is up for debate. I think, you know, there's a standard gnome, uh, there's mini gnomes, and then there's tweeners. What's a tweener? That's somebody who fits between a standard and a mini gnome. Uh, oh. So, like, if a gnome is, you know, 14 pounds, like a mini one, and then a standard is maybe 50 pounds, uh, you know, went before the buffet. Yeah. Would a tweener be the demographic 
that the Thank God It's Friday TV lineup on ABC would target. I feel like you're getting into the arts again, and mm. yeah, I feel like you should know better than that. Mm. Thomas, we have an expert who's taking time away from his library tour. He was just here at the Hazel Park Library. Last night, he was at the Royal Oak Library. The night before that, he was at the Madison Heights Library, which is weird because I didn't think people in Madison Heights knew how to read. Local reference, zing. I've been studying insult comedy. Dan Rickles is a big hero of mine, although I really like Guilford Gottlieb. The Affleck duck. The Affleck fella, yeah. Little known fact about the Affleck duck, it is a rare form of dinosaur. Mm. Really? Yes. If you look at the webbed feet, it's very similar to the plesiosaur bot. I like to mix up dinosaurs and robots. It's fun. Now, is this proof that the ancient dinosaurs uh, were also feathered? I think so, but I personally am anti-feather because I think it's a little it's a little too spicy for me. I think uh, I like my dinosaurs mean and scaly. Guilford Gottlieb never talked about that. He just said Affleck a bunch. The show is sponsored by Affleck. If you go to Affleck.com right now and use coupon code TRUTH, we'll get you supplemental insurance and a gift too spicy to talk about on the podcast. It's edible underwear. Edible like Colorado edible? Uh, you lost me there. Oh, like oh, edibles. Yeah. Yeah, that goes on a lot in your circles, doesn't it? Well, it's a side business that I have. I think when people want to eat underwear and get high, I think why not just combine all of them? So this bowl of complimentary gummy bears in your hotel room here, are they... Tiny underwears, yes. Oh, but are they edible underwear or are they just edible underwear? They're edibles underwear. Are they edible gnome underwear? I just realized that that should be something I should be working on. Thank you. Hey, since you make them in little bear forms, what if you called them edibles under bears? Did you just get out of the penitentiary? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> but I do like comedy. I, I know it's the lowest form of art, but I do like comedy. Yeah. That's where Thomas and I differ a little bit. Yes, um, Dickie was in my training program to become a remote viewer and to move up the levels of remote viewing, but he has dropped out because of his love for stand-up comedy. So you were talking about the ghost of Nessie. Maybe we can find the key to unlock the lock. I was working on something. It didn't flow as well as I thought it would. I'm still an amateur. What you would know if you weren't an amateur is that uh, Loch Ness Nessie is the ghost of a plesiosaur, not to mention them twice in one podcast, but the ghost of an ancient dinosaur that has now powered up and can shoot lasers at Scottish people specifically, Mm. if it chooses to. But only the Scots. It's a proximity thing. Mm. I think that it's, you know, if a Nigerian or a Chinese person or an Icelandic person came by, they would shoot them too, but Mm. they're just not nearby. Do you think there's like some sort of correlation between, you know, how like in bullfighting, they're attracted to uh, the red color? Maybe Nessie's laser eyes are attracted to uh, the plaid of a kilt. You know, I think so, and I think that's why I wear so many kilts. It's because I'm trying to attract more extinct ghost plesiosaurs. And, you know, it's a lot of work to constantly wear a kilt, especially in the snow, but I'm a man dedicated to my art. Not not the low arts, the high arts. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I can see because you wear your kilt traditional style and you keep crossing and uncrossing your legs. There's nothing low about your arts at all. They look very snug. I am the Sharon Stone of the paranormal cryptozoology succubus gnome psychic medium world. I almost said diddler. I don't know why I said that. I don't know either. Oh, there you go. Uncrossing and crossing your legs again. Getting ah, That's quite a, looks a little bit like a Loch Ness monster, a they, little bit. They, they require air. Can you breathe without air? Neither can they. I can try. Hold on a sec. 
Nope, I can't. No. It was just holding my breath. Let them breathe. Okay. I like a kilt. Mm. I actually hate kilts, but that's, again, how I'm dedicated to my art. I, I don't like the pattern. Uh, I don't like the flamboyancy that comes with it. Uh, it's very cocky to wear a, now, pla- a, a, a picnic table dress around. Now, Mr. Benton, I can't... Benton. Benton. I'm sorry. I have a little bit of a space impediment. There's a T in there. Mr. Benton. Not that many T's. Oh, sorry. Mr. Tabenton. I can't help to notice the embroidered L on your kilt. Mm -hmm. Is that because that's either your first or last name starts with an L? Or are you just a fan of Laverne and Shirley? The L stands for Love Nessie. Aww. I couldn't afford the N. Aww. It was a... It's... It's a you, listen. What I do is it's like a pinched hose. There's nothing. There's nothing. And then you let go. Boom. There's a bunch. And so soon I'll get that in. I will. When Aww. I when I discover when I wrestle and fight Nessie with my mind, I will have money for the end. Wait a second. You love her, but you want to wrestle and fight her. You have to fight her and beat her to get her love. It's like anything. I I don't think that's the way love works. It's too late now. Dickie, sometimes you have to let something go to realize how important it is to you. Well, you don't have to wrestle it to the ground or anything. There are various different ways of lovemaking, Dickie. Um, One of the ways is choking out your lover in order for them to have visions in, in their deep sleep while you, you know. Also, Nessie's neck is the size of a cubic boat. Oh. So it's very hard to choke them out it takes a series of people in kilts some pulleys and um also i don't know what a cubic is we're working on that part that's probably step one i would assume something with the arc how many people do you have in your kilt army just me but i'm hoping to expand after i get my in i'm gonna start hiring more people now uh mr tabenton is nessie the only cryptid that you are in love with and want to wrestle or do you know stuff about like chupacabras i understand you're originally from the minnesota area uh maybe you know about the uh the whatchamacallit up there the uh Woodland uh, starts with a W. I'm blanking. The Ultimate Warrior? Yep, yep the Ultimate, the ultimate warrior. warrior. He's from a little bit north of Minnesota. Isn't he Canadian? Well, nobody knows, or we know where we would find him. Oh. He's actually, this is what the original, there was a wrestler named Ultimate Warrior, but this is the original. Oh. Little is, the original is, Ultimate Warrior. Is this who the wrestler is based off of? That's what many people believe, and uh, sometimes we will find little face paints on trees. We know that he's been close. Oh. Right. Uh, and then you were asking, I did previously have a uh, relationship with the New Jersey devil, but... Uh, really? There was a proximity issue. I can fly to Scotland. That's no problem. But New Jersey, it's just, I don't want to get on a plane just to go to New Jersey. Nobody you can wants probably to. tell from Thomas's accent, he's native New Jersey. Yes, yes. I'm very familiar with the devil from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. He's a stinker. Mm, yes. Um, I believe there's a relation between the New Jersey devil and Hellboy. Yes. There also, as you can see in the crypt, there's a lot of copyright issues and the mm. there's a lot of you know it's like old blues musicians you know they they create it and then somebody else steals it and gets all the props yes nothing is original well that's what hacks say but uh yes in, in a sense yes we also have the hodag in upper wisconsin which i originally thought was a hoe bag so i was confused uh it's a hodag oh yeah it's like for a, a second where you like snap yeah, you know, it was some false advertising, I thought. But uh, that one is up in the, um, what would you call it, Rhinelander area. It's uh, it's a mini lizard, almost a tweener, but it's it can be fought off with a pitchfork, uh, fortunately. if you uh, Unfortunately, pitchforks are harder to find these days. Mm. But 
Uh, it's got all spiny back, and it goes. Rah! If and you it go to like a, a party city in October, you can find lots of pitchforks. That's true. They're mostly made out of plastic, so I don't know if it's going to fulfill your need. Also, Wendigo. That's what Wendigo, I was looking the for. The Wendigo. The interesting thing about the Wendigo and the Rhinelander is they are the only two species that have been uh, reincarnated, so they're not ghosts. Hmm. They're reincarnated monsters, <clears throat> which you can read about in my book, Wendigo, Here I Go. Oh. It's very good. I'm hoping to get a publisher soon. You could read it in my bedroom. There's a script. Hmm. Can I read that? If you can handle it. Uh, if, if you're not afraid of entering the sixth realm, which is the next realm from the eighth realm, we haven't found the seventh realm. So, Would you mind if I peruse through your sure. script? Sure. Okay. Do you know any publishers? I don't, but maybe if I started reading, we could maybe read. You don't know how to read? It. No, like I do. I could. Yes, Dick, I've been working on it. We, Dickie and I have been working very hard on uh, his his reading skills. Uh, when when I found him, he was at a um, pre K uh, level, and I believe we've worked up to third grade at this point. Mm. I'm a leap year baby, so I'm only eleven years old. Yeah, so he's show me on your fingers. How old are you? Oh, that was a trick oh, question. You got me. Mm-hmm. Oh man, give yeah. me the finger. I'm this many. There, I put up both my hands. That's 11. That's not a finger, Dickie. Your kilt. Whoa. <laughs> Your little satchel there kind of plopped up and hit you in the chest. Listen, if you can't take the heat, don't climb up the kilt. That's what Absolutely. I said. Mm-hmm. That, that raised quickly. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. went from no mast to full mast at an alarming rate. Have you ever seen Braveheart? Yes, sir. Mel Gibson is a Yeti. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little known fact. He's a Yeti, and that's why he's such a jerk. Because hmm. Yetis... Yetis are racist? Um, and anti-Semitic? Just, yeah, all around. Yeah, they just they just don't. Oh, huh. they're, they're, that's why they don't. You don't see them. They don't like anybody. Here's a cryptid question: Why did Sasquatch kill Sonny Bono? Because he was skiing on his hill. It's just mm. as simple as that. Yeah, there's sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Okay, so now, there was did, no mafia yep. connection. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, one of the many things I do specialize in, which you know is all of them. Yeah, um, I also specialize in ghost mafia people. Uh, Holy it's, smokes! It's usually I don't plan it this way, but there's usually everything is uh, is a ghost. It just turns out that almost hmm. everything is a ghost. It's just something that I've found in my studies. So, are there any mafia that are not ghosts? Not any that are good. Hmm. That's why you also can't find the mafia. Thomas has umbrage with ghosts. I loved those shorts. He's wearing them right now. You can see the tan lines on his upper thighs. I got to tell you, out of all the podcasts I've done, which is one, this is the most comfortable. We let it all hang out, you know? Well, it's just you there in your kilt and Thomas in his little soccer shorts. And I was in a in a rush today. Uh, normally, I would be in my full black outfit um, for, in order to respect the guests. But uh, I was out for a run in the, uh, the, the forest um this morning and i and i was out a li- little bit long i got sidetracked um i i wouldn't like i, I don't need to explain the, the details but uh i had to hurry and get to this interview you're like a young henry rollins uh, and by young i mean 45 henry rollins is old you know thomas i've never asked you how old of a fella are you i'm I, i've been around for a while dicky my my family's been around for a while um oh, I, I very specific yes Dick, yes, Dickie, yes age is not real there's no such thing as Yes, age. exactly. There's no such thing. Oh, yeah, thing. I know. We had guests on speaking about the illusion of time. Yes, mm-hmm. so I am both young and old. Time is the blinking colon on a digital clock. And that colon is a broken colon is right twice a day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So your script, mm-hmm. if I start, we can go back and forth. Fade in. 
sixth dimension. Day. It's an empty black vastness. A Wendigo appears. You read the Wendigo part. The Wendigo majestically sniffs the air, smells fear. You're not supposed to read the parenthetical parts in a table. Like, you would have just gone like... Well, and then like the listener, like this is like a live table read. But I'm really good at uh, inflecting, I think. And I think my words are, to be fair, I think they're poetry. And I think that people in when the movie is made, they're actually going to the Wendigo will actually say the Wendigo sniffs the air. It well, talks in the third person, too. Then you should have put that in like out of per- parenthetical. How many, how many scripts have you written, Dickie? I have written one on the true With your third grade life reading? There's no you're, there's no need to get defensive here, Mr. You're Brody. You're being very hurtful, Mr. Tabenton. I can see into your soul with my third eye, and it's jealous. You have a jealous little pitter-patter heart. Just jealousy. I wrote a script about the true history of George Lucas and the real story behind Jar Jar Binks. So, uh... You know, you can write your fiction about the sixth dimension and everything. I'm writing important stuff. Yes, and spoiler and, alert: the sixth dimension is a Burger King. Which one? The one down the street, the one with the burger. <gasps> yeah, I know it. Listen, I don't expect people to understand. It's going to be my script is going to be one of those things that it might not sell a million right away, not right away, but in a hundred years, you, we're going we're to look back at it like Harry Potter, like a masterpiece. <gasps> it's like the Cloud Atlas of scripts. I, I don't. What is that? Um, You know, the fellas who are now ladies that wrote Matrix? Yes. The Matrix, they got that from me, actually. Right. Yeah, because that's my idea. It's true. But, I mean, obviously, I was the first person to enter the Matrix. Did you find out that the Matrix is true when you look that fact up on doi.com? Um, yeah. I don't mean to be aggressive towards you, Mr. Tabenton, but I felt you coming at me like I was a Nessie, and uh, I felt the need to like choke you back. Listen. It's nothing personal. In the world of ghost, cryptozoology, psychic gnomeness, you have to protect your territory. Otherwise, somebody else moves in. They're like, oh, I'm the expert on ghost, crypto, psychic gnomes. You know, there can only be one. It's like Highlander. So it's nothing personal. I'm just letting you know. Well, you're doing a library tour. No one's arguing that you're the leading expert on ghost, crypto, zoology gnomes. Right. There's more than that, but I think people, it's, you know, you got to, it's a, we live in a society with ADD, so I, I don't want to list all my 35. What is that now? Uh, ghost, psychic, crypto, gnome, pixie, fairy. Uh, I'm th- sorry, can you say the fourth one again? I will, I stop. I- uh, gnome. Okay. Gnome is the fourth one. And then there are, uh, the, the, the seventh one is feelings. <gasps> uh, I'm an expert on feelings. Uh, I aliens, of course, uh, and then aliens of aliens, like they're aliens, right? And then there's somebody from another planet, so they're aliens them too. So it's a double alien. I have a two part question. Sure. Uh, when you said feelings, how accurate is the documentary Inside Out? Second part of my question: When you say aliens, are you referring to the motion picture or are you referring to actual aliens? Inside Out is a very accurate documentary. The only thing they got wrong is that all the emotions are Lewis Black. Oh. All of them. Even the happy one, they're all Lewis Black. Secondly, aliens, the, yes, the first, when you, fee- when you see a first alien, that you go to another planet, there's an alien, that's alien. And then you go to the second planet, it's aliens. And then the third one is um, aliens, Z-Z. the revenge. Oh. This time it's personal. Oh, okay. And so on. Until uh, which I, planet do they fight the predator? That is 
Alien versus Predator. That mm. happened on Earth, Thomas. Yeah. Mm. You've never seen that docudrama? I have seen that docudrama. I believe I may be just missed that point. You don't recognize Earth? I thought it was a faraway planet that resembled Earth. It's very complicated for simpletons. I don't expect people to understand any of this. Hey, and that's where I come hey, in. Hey, he's my sensei. My yogi. <laughs> He should. Wow, he really was. He punched you in the chest while you were saying that. That was some sensitive issues there. I was trying to unclog his lungs. Yeah. So Thomas is a remote viewer. Yes, sir. Right. So, again, not trying to wave my kilt digits around, uh, but I have a unique ability, which is like remote viewing, but it's called interviewing, where I can see the inside of my chest. Oh! Of just right. your not chest. Not to be confused with interviewing. I'm not, like, interviewing people, but right. I, like, I can see, like, I can look into myself and see if there's Russians in my lungs. Okay, so it's like opposite of Tibetan, where there's no tea in interviewing. Right. There's only w- one. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I w- I didn't trust you because oh, of your third grade spells reading. at the third grade level. No. Well, I had to. I had to check it. I have a spell checker thing. Yes. You you look inside. It's nothing. Nothing's shown up yet. But I do have that ability, and I think someday it will come in handy. I have a rattle in my chest right now. Can you see what that may be? I can only see inside my chest. Oh. So I assuming it's just death. I I just I just think that you're probably uh your your soul is uh fighting against you because it wants out. Oh, why? Much, much like alien where it yeah. tries to get out and it says this guy doesn't know anything get me out of here kind of like that i've been having what appears to be a little quado from total recall growing out of my chest you have three boobs uh, no no i have like two boobs and then i have like a little shriveled face that looks a little bit like ernest borgnine mm, i have that too but it's ernest goes to camp it's a little more just dis- you know scary is the shriveled up part is that maybe conjoined twin that died into the womb with you i don't want to talk about twins please thomas there's some things that are off the table. I just think it could maybe be your Danny DeVito to I your Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't want to talk about any brothers that I may or may not have. Was it since the one time? Thomas, let's get back to talking to Mr. Tibenton. I'm sorry. I just think this is very important for your growth. I as a- don't think it's suitable for the podcast, Thomas. We have an expert here. On everything. Of everything. Hot on a library tour. There's not one number in the Dewey Decimal System that he couldn't speak with great knowledge about. And uh, X1225. Oh. That's the one on uh, mushroom people. Mushroom people? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What are they changing the subject? Are they sort of like Smurfs? You would think that. They yeah, are... you would, Thomas. No, they're mushrooms that are people also, and they don't turn out of mushrooms for just anybody, but I am the only person on record that they have shown they sprout little arms. Oh. Yeah. And they mm. say, don't What do you think that is? Why? Yeah. Because they're trying to... I, tr- I love mushrooms, and I eat them, and they try to bat me away, and they go, get back, back, no, no. Now, when you say mushrooms, do you mean mushrooms kind of like you were talking about your edible underbears or do you just mean mushrooms it depends you know they could be both it depends on if, if they're growing on uh Ooh, no edible depends that's something i haven't considered um go to tibentan.org and use coupon code truth to get a free pair of edible depends well now you have to make them they start better than they end but they're very delicious usually unless it's taco tuesday i got a visual ick so on a scale of 1 to 10, how blown are your guys' minds right now? Oh. The answer is 12. I was going to say, what if it's higher than 10? That would have been the right answer. Okay. What about you, Thomas? I would say like a 6. That's why he's an amateur. He's not, though. Uh-huh. He nearly graduated from Yale. He studied with the Dalai Lama. Yale? Like Y-E-L-L? No, Yale. Yale. You know, Yale. Yale. 
No one's had an issue with this before. Yale, why are you just laughing? <laughs> you both are just laughing at me. You've taken the microphones away from your mouths. And you're Yale. <laughs> you guys are being hurtful. <laughs> he studied with the Dalai Lama, Keanu Reeves, and Richard Gere. Oh. And then he did DMT with Joe Rogan for 30 days. Exactly. Ooh, that's a little bit less for Joe Rogan, usually. It was in the beginning of his um, discovery of DMT. Are you a MMA fighter? Uh, I am not an MMA fighter. I like to work out the muscle that I like to call the brain. Mm. Where Where is that located on you? Right here. <laughs> Ooh, he pointed to his heart. No, he pointed to his fourth nipple. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yes, the fourth nipple is what transmits my visions, what allows me to be a remote viewer. Oh. Be a shame if you lost that. It would. Are you threatening him? I'm not. I'm just stating the facts. Listen, I'm not threatening you when I tell you this, but I've murdered people on this podcast before, and I'm not afraid to do it again. I know. I've talked to them as ghosts. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're here. Um. Okay. How do they feel about this? Little Jimmy's pissed, but... Uh, he was one of the boys in the food court, I think. He said, I'm not a vampire. My name's Little Jimmy. That's exactly what a vampire would say when I put a stake in his heart. Was he a vampire? Yes. Don't get me started on vampires. It's a whole other thing. Okay. Uh, Big Jimmy is okay with it. His mother. He didn't want to... Well, he, Jim, Big Jimmy didn't want to live, so you did him a favor. Okay. Her. Her. Well, it's 2019, okay? They... Yes. Okay. Vampires, they get flirty, but they don't actually have sex. You ever seen a vampire have sex? That's stupid. Right. And they're very uh, ambiguous, sort of like Tilda Swinton. Right. Yeah. Also a vampire. How many of the people I murdered in the food court were actually vampires and how many were accidentally human? I mean, it's a trick question because you can't murder a vampire because they're evil you're eliminating okay how many vampires did i cleanse the world of and how many humans did i accidentally stake in the chest let me just give me a second because Mm -hmm. all of them were saying i'm not a vampire you crazy lunatic Mm -hmm. is is he okay (gasps) oh yep i can't tell if he's asleep or not or is he possessed <laughs> his kilt snake just winked at me Ooh. or blinked it only has one eye how can you really tell okay upon further uh inspection they were all vampires you're lucky oh my god i hope that stands up in court well you know i mean you're lucky i just think that you know it was because your intention was the same how were they all out during the day or is that just a myth well the food court was not very well lit no it was not all right you can be indoors if you're just in the food court i've noticed a lot of shopping malls which you probably see a lot of on your is it just a u.s tour or are you on a world tour of public libraries uh it's the u.s and papua new guinea Okay, so you probably see the inside of a lot of shopping malls, a lot of burnt out light bulbs, I've noticed. Yes, especially in uh, Tennessee. Oh, why is that? There is a rogue Wendigo. It came down and it just, yeah. It's All the way from Minnesota. Canada. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Canadian. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of Canadians in Tennessee. Is, are, they, are they maybe migrating down because of global warming? Did your fourth nipple tell you that? I was feeling some twinges. If your fourth nipple does that, what does your third nipple do? The third nipple is just dead skin cells. Thank you, Mr. Tabenton, for being on the show. Thank you for listening to The Truth Cast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe.
Today's guest, Benton, was played by one of my oldest and dearest friends, Mike Brody. Mike is a tremendous comedian. His comedy special, Not Afraid of Butterflies, is out now. Go to MikeBrody.com and you can watch the whole thing for free. He is so good. He's a person that, from day one of us working together, we just became instant friends. In real life, he's super into paranormal stuff and has such a great sense of humor. I love the guy. In addition to his Not Afraid of Butterflies Dry Bar comedy special, he also has two comedy albums out, Sell Me a Bridge, and That's Not What I Meant. Cannot recommend those enough. Mike is so funny. He does corporate events. He's one of the hardest working people I know. He's on the road so much. Please, please, please check him out. He's a great guy and a tremendous comedian. 